Your move, creep. Mission luck, Bruiser. You both Son, your ego is writing checks your body can't cash. It's the only thing I know how to do. It's a good-looking boy. I'm a member of the Imperial Senate. That's right, Lord! Welcome to Earth. You crossed the line. You know, that's just like, uh, your opinion, man. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our podcast, Retrograde. I am Austin. And I'm George. And this episode, we're just going to like introduce ourselves and talk about what we uh, what this podcast is. So basically, in Retrograde, we just talk about films that are quote unquote old. Uh, basically, you know, like 2008 and before. And we watch these films. We look up some of their history. And we just talk about them. We talk about whether we think they've aged well or not, our first experiences with them, and maybe some fun, cool stories from behind the scenes. I I feel like films are kind of like time capsules. People in the 80s made movies for people in the 80s, and they reflect the politics and the like mentality of that time. You see a lot of movies with nuclear apocalypse because that was like a real thing for people when an exec is trying to cater to an audience at that time they're going to do things that are relevant and things that are topical it's kind of cool going back and seeing what we think now after so many years yeah and it's also really cool to see someone say something with a film that maybe people didn't get at the time but when they're watching it now it's like oh man they knew all along, like from our Candyman episode, like, I love that one. I think that one holds up really well. Well, it's interesting because it's like they were ahead of the curve. They yes. knew something before we did. They knew something before everybody else did. Yeah. We weren't even, well, you weren't born yet, were you? 92? No, I'm a, I'm a 93 91. baby. <laughs> There's a lot. I, I, missed, <laughs> I missed a lot of movies. Let's put it that yeah, way. I was, I was three, so I... <laughs> I don't remember when the movie came out, but it's on our podcast if you want to go to that episode. So that's what that's normally what we do on our podcast, and that's kind of the inspiration. A lot of podcasts talk about movies that are released now, which is cool. I'd like to talk about movies that are released, but yeah, like weekly. But, you know, I think it's kind of nice going back and revisiting yeah. films that we grew up with and trying maybe coming up with a new opinion or maybe we're just it solidifies our opinion even more. Yeah, there's some movies that I loved watching over and over and over again i'm kind of afraid to go back to some of them i'm the opposite i'm excited to go back to them i think you're scared because you're worried that they're not going to hold up yeah um, and like this nostalgic memory is like man i wasted a lot of time watching this <laughs> crappy movie no see well that's the difference i love crappy movies I enjoy watching them. And the thing is, as you listen to this podcast, you'll find that Austin and I, we, we have a lot in common, but we're on different sides of the playing field because yep. I will be the person that says, yeah, it's a bad movie, but it does a lot of good things. And I still find a way to enjoy them. Whereas Austin, I feel if something's not up to your taste now, you're worried that maybe it won't, your love for it will diminish. Is that is that right? Or is that... I mean, I think you're being fair. Yeah, I there's a certain like thing that I need movies to do. And if they don't do that for me, then I don't like them. Yeah, fair enough. Personally, for me, a film can do a lot wrong. Yeah. But the worst thing, the worst possible thing a film can do, in my opinion, is be boring. If you bore me, 
that is like the number one offensive like like you wasted my time you know and and boring doesn't mean a film can't be slow or it can't be no 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 that's not there are a lot of slow movies that i love because either it's really interesting or maybe the topic and the premise are really interesting but if you bore me and this goes for every genre a comedy if i'm not laughing you're making a mistake it doesn't make much to make me laugh but <laughs> that's the thing if you can't make me laugh in a comedy you that's a yeah. big no no that's a big bad thing um action films can bore me you know they have a lot of action but if it's not done well if it's not choreographed well or it's not meaningful i tune away and i start getting bored I think the worst thing for me that a movie can do is to is for me to be able to see more of a product and less of a work of art, you know, because I I think films are like a really cool piece of artwork. You know, every movie should be a piece of art. And if I feel like it's not, if I feel like it's just something to get butts in seats and make a franchise like I don't. It makes me mad. When you see the big man, the corporate machine behind it, and it's like, we're going to calculate, we're going to calculate this so we can have 10 releases and sell enough toys. Yeah. But that being said, you like the Marvel films. Like, you're not... you, you. I do like most of the Marvel films. The first Captain America, I do not like that movie. I do not think it's a good movie. The second one is, like, one of the best movies (laughs) they've ever made. Some of the Marvel films are just a little bit boring. These are family action films, but some of them are just tedious where I can't Yeah. I can't get through them. And then on the other hand, you'll have something like Endgame and Infinity War and <laughs> Iron Man where it's just you love it. You just love it. You- yeah. See, I do like Iron Man, but there's the the politics in that movie make me they make me roll my eyes a little bit. The politics yeah, because he just goes. That's another thing that that bothers me about movies is the politics that they portray. Because in Iron Man, like he makes all those weapons, and he gets upset when those weapons are used against U.S. soldiers, right? And they actually attack him as well. So he goes over there, kills like one insurgent group, terrorizing a village, and then that's it. That's he solves the conflict in the Middle East by going <laughs> over there and blowing them up. That's like mm. thinking, thinking, like looking back at it, that is something that is dropped off. Uh, doesn't really come back to later the film. Yeah, it's like those oh those now every, those poor villagers are they're living such a better life now because Iron Man came and blew up the people attacking them. Mm, okay, I, I I feel that I, that to me isn't uh, totally a red flag. For me, it's a it's an Iron Man movie. I think what would upset me more is if you have a film that isn't a summer blockbuster, that it's just kind of like supposed to be a deep Oscar-worthy drama. It's very clearly about politics, and it just becomes like melodramatic, or it's like purposely like fluffed up. I don't like that. That to me just comes but off. But you as love Independence Day. But that's a summer blockbuster, you know. You gotta, <laughs> every case is different. You, because you, you are right. I love blockbuster. Everything, every case, every film is a specific case. You know, you kind of have yeah. to examine it and just like, okay, I could take this for what it is. I love Independence Day. <laughs> <laughs> love it so much. Uh, that, that's a good segue. We should talk about some of our favorite movies. Like, if I told you that 
I don't want you to like sit there and think about it. If I told you, what are five movies that are very important to you right now? I have three off the top of my head for sure. Children of Men, Drive, Social Network. Uh, after that, I would have to say <sighs> Arrival, Whiplash. Those are five. But those are like the the modern those are modern films that I really like. Alright, that that's top of your head. You don't get to think about it. Top yeah, top five. Uh, Alright. Those are the top five. Ask me. What are your top five films? Star Wars. Okay. Jurassic Park. Eraserhead. That's a good one. The Princess Bride. And Speed Racer. Ah, damn. Yeah. I love. Yeah. <laughs> damn. I kind of. <laughs> those, like, those aren't necessarily my top five favorite movies, but they are some of my favorite movies that mean a lot to me. Ah, oh, Speed Racer is so good. Eraserhead. Eraserhead was one of those movies that I've always heard was, like, disturbing. And, like, that intrigued me. It's something that was disturbing. And I watched it and I was like, what? What the hell is this movie? I was, like, scared. I was. It was like I was being hypnotized almost because it it's a really weird, strange movie. The atmosphere is so thick. And like, what is this movie about? Like, I, I kept asking myself when I was watching it. And that got me super interested in David Lynch. So after that, I like looked up his filmography on IMDb and tried to watch everything. And I got super into Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks is like my favorite show of all time. I know you were a fan, but you, you're going to say it's your favorite show of all time? Absolutely, yeah. All right. All right. It's pretty, so now I know to get you Twin Peaks related gifts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you definitely tend to be towards that surrealism. Surrealism doesn't turn you off. No. For me, it can sometimes. I think when you're a little too surreal, it, it can bug me. Eraserhead, I, I definitely love. But I always knew what it was about. Like from the from when I saw the film, I I got the gist of it. What do you think that movie's about? Or maybe I we should save that for when we do the episode on it. If yes, we do an episode on yes, it, yes, <laughs> yes, we we definitely should. We should do a Razorhead. That would be a great film to rewatch. We'll we'll come we'll go back to that. Uh, I think like a Razorhead I really love, but I'm not a fan of Blue Velvet. Um, wow. I love Blue Velvet. Which people consider David Lynch's, like, that's his masterpiece. I never could get into it. Never could. I thought it was a little bit tedious, and I was just too confused. The film couldn't latch onto my soul. When that dude has a lampshade on his head, that that made me feel so uncomfortable. Yeah, the surrealism can be be a turnoff. I love Mulholland Drive, though. And I rewatched yeah. it a few weeks ago, and it's it's even better than I remember. <laughs> so it, David Lynch is very hit or miss, but I respect motherfucking craft when you see it. And he is yeah. that man is a craft, craft maker, craftsmanship, whatever the fuck it's whatever it is. But he is fantastic. He's a one righteous dude. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about a TV shows. I really like The Wire. And I'm not even, I'm not trying to, I like The Wire, and I'm all over the board with TV, because there's no one, I could point to The Wire, but I really like Game of Thrones, obviously. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love the first season of uh, American Crime Story, OJ versus the people, the people versus OJ, have you seen it? Not the juice. It's so well made. They knocked it out of the park. 
So I'll like crime stuff, but I also like 24, <laughs> which hasn't aged well, <laughs> but I but it's so good. <laughs> uh, and I like, but then on the other side, I love comedies like Frasier. I love Frasier, Dirty Rock, Parks and Rec, Community. I love all those. I love How I Met Your Mother. So I'm I'm all over the board, man. I have no. What are what are some of your things? Well, Twin Peaks is my favorite show. Uh, and I really like the. There's I like the X Files. I'm not like a super huge fan. I just like them. I remember seeing Mulder and Scully on TV. Then they made this show called Fringe, which was like X Files like. Yeah, I got super into that show. Battlestar Galactica, I really liked. Oh shit! Yeah, Battlestar Galactica. I never, I never saw the fourth season because that was when I had to like. I think I was going to college then, and I didn't have Sci-Fi Channel or something, and so I still haven't seen the fourth season. And I know some people don't like it, so I'm kind of afraid to watch the last one. Okay, let me let me <laughs> put it after all you. these years passed. Let me put it to you this way, and it's not even a spoiler, but do you remember how hectic that final season of uh, of Game of Thrones was received? I didn't think, see, I, I, this is a hot take, but I don't think that season was bad. And the reason, and the, that's the reason I'm saying that, because I know you're okay with the last season. I think you're going to like Battlestar Galactica season four. In my opinion, it doesn't do anything egregious. It doesn't ruin the show or anything. It's, look, they got to the point where they had to make a decision. And they made a fucking decision. It kind of makes sense. Battle, oh, Battlestar Galactica is so good. I, I yeah. feel stupid for not saying it now. <laughs> and also break, really and Breaking like, Bad. Oh, yeah, Breaking Bad. I still have not finished the last season. Like, the last thing I saw was uh, the brother-in-law reading the book, the, the Walt poem. Whitman book. That's that's the last thing I saw. No spoilers there. That was like, You don't know what that is if you haven't seen Breaking Bad. That means nothing to you. I didn't spoil anything. But if you if you know the show, you know it. You've seen the show, you know exactly <laughs> what that means, which is perfect. Yeah. Uh, what else do I like? I like like the early Joss Whedon stuff. Buffy. Buffy. Fi- Firefly. Angel. Firefly. And now I'm reading that he was kind of a terrible person, and I'm I feel conflicted. But that's what that's what happens sometimes when you you know see what happened behind the scenes and now you you go back and watch those things and it's like man those those people were suffering takes on a different meaning and your perspective changed which is kind of which is interesting i can't blame people for still liking those shows yeah like people still like harry potter those those things those books those movies they mean so much to people like imagine being like a trans person and like loving those books and then having her come out and say those things like, what does that Ooh. do to your relationship with the series i don't know maybe it would mess with my uh it would mess with my perception of it um let's talk about how how we met yes this is already 30 minutes long yeah i think well i think this is the best part of the uh this little episode and i want to start <laughs> it off i want to start it off okay because um Austin was a senior when I entered in school. We at both UC went to, Irvine. At, we went to the University of Irvine. I was a freshman. I went in on 2011, on the fall of 2011. And Austin, you were you graduated that year, correct? I graduated 2012. Okay. So 
we there is a film club called FADA. I forgot what it stands for, but it's FADA. Film and... Yeah, I can't remember. Film and Arts Drama Association or something. I can't. I have the shirt somewhere, but <laughs> I, still, I still have the shirt, but I forgot. And we met, and Austin and I, on the winter quarter, got, got paired up. The point of the club was to make a short film every quarter. So fall and, and winter quarter, we made a short film. And in the spring, there was a giant film festival. And Austin and I were, were, paired, were put in the same group in winter quarter. Yeah, so like you, you would say what your skills are, and then the people running the club would go through all these people and assign people with different skills to one team. So you have like a team of like, what, 20 people or something? Roughly, and everyone yeah. has like a certain set of, a particular set of skills. <laughs> and, and if you want to direct or write, you kind of pitch what you can do and what you're thinking mm-hmm. of and it's a, it's pretty democratic un, but until every the roles get chosen and austin was going to co-direct that that quarter's film with heather right mm-hmm. um, yeah uh she was a friend of yours uh i think we became friends through like we knew each other beforehand but i think we really became friends through this this thing it's funny because the exact same thing happened with my guy uh we were I was chosen to be writer along with this other guy, Sam, and I had met him, but we really got close that that winter quarter uh, when we were making that film. And the uh-huh. funny thing about this short film is that Sam and I immediately started clashing with Austin and Heather. <laughs> immediately. Immediately. It, it wasn't even uh, – Austin was not a fan of me. I uh, was definitely not a fan of you. <laughs> We I would, was so annoyed. <laughs> it's which is a which is an honest reaction. I can't blame you because you know sometimes when I lay it on thick, I can lay it a little too thick, and I guess that was a time when I did. And we started clashing about the story because Sam and I wanted to go straight horror. We wanted to go, you know, no no cheesiness, no uh, self awareness. Austin and Heather wanted wanted to go the complete opposite way. They wanted something that was a bit more self-aware, something a little bit more campy. Um, and we would, for weeks, just go back. I just remember the the one day. At the coffee at, shop. Yeah, at, I just remember that, that night. Because, like, I was already, like, super upset about, like, other things in my life. So I was like, no, this one, this one I'm going to win here. You know? <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that. There, because originally we had pitched like this idea of someone being like they're like stuck in their dream or something, and it was it was kind of an abstract idea that they were stuck in a dream and there was they're opening doors and each door was like a different thing in the person's like subconscious, like some kind of representation of something in their subconscious. So it's a very abstract idea, you know, and then when you guys wrote the thing it was all this like really uh like campy i know what you did last summer but with social media mm-hmm. and like this isn't anything close to what we said so i was like upset already and then i read the script and i was like this is so cheesy but it's not self-aware it just it's just gonna gonna come across as bad mm-hmm. so i was like we need to just go all in on the cheesiness so it doesn't look like we're bad. Mm-hmm. That was what I was, and and 
and I and to be fair, I lacked the self awareness to know that it was a bad. <laughs> I I thought it was we were if we were playing it straight, it was like oh, it was. I think it was in that early phase where you kind of take yourself a little too seriously, especially when you're making films. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think to a certain, I, I think there's that phase where p- we start taking ourselves way too seriously. Like we're gonna make the next Goodfellas, or in our case, we're gonna make like the next spookums movie or whatever you know the next i know what you did last summer exactly and that was not the case i remember we would just constantly butt heads we wouldn't uh it just wouldn't we we never and i remember that coffee shop thing because i was annoyed too because i was like we're never going to resolve this until i remember you saying like we can take on the challenge and try to make it like legit scary i'm like do you have to start from scratch then yeah (laughs) we're gonna have to but if we use this, we can make it like funny. Well, and... we can make it fun and entertaining, and yeah, and we eventually Sam and I conceded, and we we uh, Austin and Heather, because you know it, it was your it was basically you were gonna put your name on it too, like directed by. So we're like, all right, let's let's let them do their thing. Casted the film, we we shot it. And when we were making the film, we weren't like buddy buddies, but I we were always amicable, at least in base, because we were on set and we were never like hostile towards each other. I was never I mean, hostile towards not you. outright hostile, but like I remember one time you dropped something and I gave you like a really dirty look. Oh, really? I don't remember yeah. that. I remember. Jesus Christ! You feel bad, Austin? No, the thing that you dropped was very expensive. Oh, was <laughs> it the was it the sound recorder? Yeah. Okay, because I, I was doing sound then. Yeah, and I I know how expensive it was because I was I actually worked at the like the inventory place. Mm. Oh, I so remember. I would have to like check things out to people, and I'm like, "Do you just drop like two hundred dollars after I just told you to be careful?" <laughs> <laughs> you know. <sighs> and I remember, uh, my my boss was like, "Man." How come all these things have like these bent? <laughs> How come they're all bent over here? And I'm like, George. I don't know how they got that way. <laughs> You're like, George. <laughs> but you didn't rat yeah. me out. I didn't. Nice. So after that, that film debuted in the spring. It was called Cupid's Arrow. No, it debuted in the winter, the winter quarter. And no, it was. Did it? It was. It was winter quarter. Hundred percent. It, we filmed it in the in the winter quarter, but I thought that they showed them. Well, at the at the end of the quarter, but it was still winter quarter. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I, yeah the yeah. film was shown again at Zotfest in spring. Yeah, but the, yeah. the we at the end of winter quarter we debuted the films and uh, yeah, ours was well received. Yeah, everyone was laughing. People were laughing and clapping. Like I remember at the end, they were like, "Oh, oh, what?" It was, you know, <laughs> it's not like a, an amazing Sundance short film, but it it really got the crowd going. It, it, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if there were another film that got that same reaction. Not to toot our own horn, but yeah, and it, it's it's it was a lot of fun making it. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Oh no! It I absolutely making films for Zafas was his off film was, was fun. Yeah, and then like. The next, I I left my last year there, and then the next year I went back to UC Irvine for the film festival, and then I saw that George was he had a film in there called like what the last dog on Earth I think yeah 
the last dog on earth. And like I at this point, I was like, oh, George, he's making something. And I'm watching it. I'm like, actually, this is this is pretty good. I feel <laughs> I feel bad for hating the movie before watching it just because George's name was on it. And I never do this. But I found you after and I was like, hey, your movie was really good. And that that really meant a lot to me. Because I knew that there was still some hostility. Not not out again, not totally like, you know, like you fucking dick. But it was like <laughs> but it was definitely like we had a we had we started off very roughly. Uh it, it, me and you me, you and Heather as well. Um mm-hmm. I don't I don't know how I barely spoke to her after that, but I I'm sure she wasn't like crazy about me either. But like that really meant nope. a lot. I was like, oh no, I, I imagine so. But uh, I I remember that. I was like, oh, my God, that meant a lot. Thank you. So then five years passed after that? That was 2013. So about um, five years passed. Yeah. Yeah, five, five years. We I'm working at this uh, film marketing research company. And we're getting new hires. And one of them is George Montoya. And I'm like, oh no! Like that's the feeling I like my the feeling in your gut when you're like, you're you look at the scoreboard and you see your favorite team is losing by like three touchdowns, and you're like, god damn! <laughs> <laughs> what the <laughs> Jesus? <sighs> three touchdowns! Damn! I don't know sports. I feel like that's that's a lot, right? That's Three a lot. Touchdowns? I mean, it's it's, fourth, it's fourth manageable. Quarter. It's manageable to come back, but yeah, first quarter touchdown, seven three touchdowns in, yeah, not great. <laughs> um, and then we're like, well, I hope it's a different George because it's spelled G E O R G, oh yeah, and not Jorge, and, and and like oh, and then I'm like, maybe he doesn't remember me, and then I see you, and you're like, hey, Austin, and I'm like, oh, this is awkward. Oh yeah, I could I could detect it, and honestly, even I was a little awkward too, because I was like, man, so much time has passed. I know we weren't even crazy about, we weren't in love with each other, so I'm like, oh damn, all right, so this is not. I was definitely thinking like this is not a great way to start this new job. Um, the yeah. and the only friend I really had for a bit in the beginning was Alex, the 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 person the other who was new hired. hire, yeah, the other new hire. And, uh, and I'll, damn, you guys were not, like, welcoming at all. <laughs> you guys were rough. In terms of, like, teaching how to do the job, everyone did an excellent job in terms of, like, explaining how the job works. But in terms of, like, starting conversations and stuff, yeah, it was rough. Well, like, you're not, you're not supposed to be having, like, conversations. No. Dur- during, during, break, during breaks and stuff. Um it was really just me and Alex who just act, got acclimated with each other. But then slowly but surely. Well, okay. What really happened, we started, me and Alex would always hang out during breaks and lunches and stuff. And I would occasionally talk to some other people. But I wasn't vibing with anyone. I was, was kind of with Austin, but not too much. Uh, the, first, the person I was like, uh, like in sync with was Alex. And then the worst thing happened. Alex fucking left. <laughs> I kept asking like our boss was like, "Hey, is she ever? Have you gotten an email about her? Like, is she gonna come back?" I was like, ah, not really. I don't know, man. It's like, God 
damn it. I guess I gotta, I gotta talk with other people in the office now because I'm gonna be bored as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and and then slowly and surely, um, I started talking to more people from the office, and now here we are. Austin here and I are. have a podcast. Somehow we became friends. I think it was a lot of playing Siege and um, talking about movies and stuff, and then I brought him along to a dispensary not a distribution like a weed distribution place yeah with my girlfriend's brother and we worked there and we would pack the um mary jane yeah and put like the labels on stuff and we would just be talking about movies there and then i was like i got i want to do something creative you know i don't want to just pack labels and like read surveys and put numbers down on like i want to do something creative and it's hard to do it by yourself like i tried doing that before with like a review site but i just like no one's reading this what's the point um but if you have a partner like you you don't have to do it all yourself you can share the responsibility and i feel like i have a good good vibes with George. So I asked him, do you want to do a movie podcast? And he said, yes. And he, he popped the question. <laughs> I knew he got on his knees. Gonna say that. He got, hey man, you set, you set me up. You can't even pretend like you did it. I did. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. We're back to 2011. I hate you. <laughs> it's a nice kind of Cinderella ending. Yeah. Really? If I if I if if I could speak for you a little bit, it kind of seems like, to quote one of my favorite action films, "There's more than meets the eye." Jesus Christ! But does it not apply? I don't know what I'm more shocked by that you said that to me. The the same thing that Shia LaBeouf says to Megan Fox in Transformers, or the fact that Transformers is one of your favorite action films. There's a lot to unpack here. I I okay. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't say Transformers is my favorite film of all time. I'm offended. I, it's up there, but I think with but I think with me as well. I think it just kind of number one. It it ha, it kind of makes. I try to. I think one of my things is I try to be acclimated to people very quickly in order to just get to that point fast, and I think it could come off as very overpowering or abrasive, and I think mm-hmm. it's like you have to pump the brakes. You have to make this happen organically, and. You know, I think that's a good takeaway. I think it's like being more considerate of other people, you know, uh, at least from my pers- at least from me. Yeah, I think I think because you're you're someone who doesn't have any sense of shame. You just kind of just talk about all these embarrassing things. And I think that was like, man, we need more people like that, more people with less ego. I I try not to, I try not to, but every every once in a while, you know, when I get a, when I get an ace in siege, that ego will come back out. But I I'm very happy. I'm very happy and surprised that this happened. I wasn't expecting us to go down this path where now it's like we are talking on a daily basis. We're playing video games together, and like now there's a rapport between us where we're still the same people. Like now you know where I'm coming from, and now you can take shit like the Transformer thing, and it's like I still can't take it. Like I I I'm generally offended that you think that's one of your great your favorite action films. I love it. It's great. 
I can tolerate that you as a person can like different things. That that doesn't make me think any less. Well, sometimes it pushes it. It doesn't make me think much less of you. <laughs> <laughs> but every once in a while, I'll say some shit. Yeah, I, I there is there's an episode where we're arguing for like fifty minutes, and I'm I'm not sure how much of it's gonna make it to the episode. But hopefully, yeah. it's entertaining to listen to. Well, that's the hope. I think our enter our conversations are entertaining. And now we've just put them in a place where we're not worried about work or have a deadline to meet yeah, or have our It bosses. is our work. It is our deadline to have this conversation and get <laughs> it down to a specific length and put it up on the internet for people to listen to, hopefully. <laughs> well, honestly, it doesn't even even if people don't listen to it, but I still like what we're doing because number one yeah. I, I get to talk to you, which I, I like. So I don't, I, so I, I like talking to you. I feel like I learn a lot about how you see films and I slowly have taken on some of those things as well. Some of the things that I start paying attention to. And in the end of the day, like we're talking about movies, like I love movies, you love movies. So it's not a waste of time. And we're, by doing this podcast, we see how movies are made and we get to see, to learn about stories that we might not otherwise. You just learn more as as an audience member, as someone who is interested in production. And again, I'm watching films I've never seen. So yeah. I'm just widening That's... my my film collection. Because now because yeah. of you, I've seen Candyman, Little Shop of Horrors. You're about to see Legally Blonde. We're gonna I've never seen <laughs> Legally Blonde. I've never seen it. We're gonna watch that soon. What's the downside in that? There is none. There's no downside. I would have never watched Little Shop of Horrors. And I love Little Shop of Horrors. That is a fantastic yeah. movie. If, if you listen, I was genuinely upset at the ending of that film. Yeah, um, you were you were so mad. It's like, And we, we paid, at that time, we paid for studio time. And George decided to use that time to rant about a movie that came out 30 years ago. <laughs> and it upset me. It genuinely upset me. And also another thing that I slowly got out of uh, out of being afraid was horror films my first actual horror film was uh the conjuring back in 2013 or whatever that was the first horror film i like legitimately sat down and watched from beginning to end without being scared and i've slowly have been watching more and more horror so now i'm watching things that i've never seen or things i wouldn't even want to yeah and sometimes i may not like it but i but shit if it's a little shop of horrors i love it I don't think I've seen anything yet that I haven't seen before, but I'm definitely appreciating certain things like like Children of Men. I'm appreciating that more having done the episode on it because I didn't know the lengths at which that they went to to get those takes. I'm also learning like I've been editing most of the episodes and it's changing the way I talk. I think because I've been editing my own voice, which is obnoxious and it's taught me to enunciate more and use less ums and uhs. Oh, geez. No, I, it's sa same thing here, man. Even these pauses, I've noticed a lot more now when yeah. I pause in before I, cause I'm thinking, I'm thinking before I talk. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah. That's a good thing to learn. Think before you talk. Yeah, no. And I, I used to not do it. <laughs> You could definitely hear it when you're editing it. You're just like, oh yeah, oh. I I hear it all. We've gone into a lot. 
we did get into yeah restructure like how we met and everything and which i, I think know. is a cool story i think that's the meat you want to get that up front yeah i don't like i think it's a pretty great story it's like not. it's funny because it's like when you when you see a couple you know you're like oh how did you meet i remember like why do you, you this is the third time that you've made no, us <laughs> not a you know we're not a couple but you know it's 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 funny because when you see someone in a relationship you'll ask them how did you two meet i did that with you with you and your girlfriend and you know it's kind of a cool story some people don't have really cool stories like uh you know she was in my class so we sat next to each other you know some people have cooler stories some are like really interesting and and like oh my god so it started off where this and that you know but <laughs> ours is like ours is like a legitimate like yeah we weren't really crazy about each other in fact we, we we kind of annoyed each other we walked from that we we got from that to where we're at today baby that's a yeah. that's a better love story than twilight <laughs> <laughs> am i wrong not wrong i haven't seen twilight so i don't I'm going to take your word for it. I, and the memes. I've, we, I've seen that meme before. The meme is the new gospel. <laughs> we could watch Twilight at some point in the future. Probably should. So listen, it's a lot of it's just been me and Austin talking about how we met and kind of a little bit about ourselves. The goal is just to, and I, for me, it's to entertain you guys. I, I yes. want to learn. I want to educate myself. I want to spend time with my homie. And I also just want you guys to not feel like you're wasting your time. And if any of our episodes episodes encourage you to go back and rewatch one of these movies, even better. I yeah. I will feel happy if someone tweeted at us like, you know what? I gave uh, Transformers or Independence Day or Little Shop of Horrors a chance, and I really liked it. That would that would make my day. Like the one I'm thinking of was Speed Racer. Like if you look at that movie through these directors who are going through like a transitional point in their lives what those lines that the characters are saying mean what the antagonists represent what the hero like it's it takes on like this like the subtext is just so rich in some movies and when you learn about how they were made like it just hits you a lot harder i've seen that movie countless times and i never saw it that way i never imagined that it was about identity and stuff and you, I rewatch it. And we talk about it. It's like, oh my god, how did I not catch this? It made me mm-hmm. appreciate it even more. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, there's a lot of movies that are, you know, not coming out now because of the quarantine. But there's so many good movies that you can just lose yourself in and go through this emotional journey if you look at it a certain way. We have the entire history of cinema that we could rewatch. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm upset just like everyone about Tenet especially about Tenet, about all these films. But you know what? I mean, I've got so much to catch up on. So, so much to catch up on. We've only, we've we've not even gotten to the 1%. Like, we, we haven't even gotten to 1% <laughs> of the movies. And so, even if the movies are, like, bad, there's still something you can learn from them. And that's the most important thing. Yeah, learn from your mistakes. So that was our bio episode, let's call yeah. it. That was our Twilight. Our origin story? I prefer our Twilight story. I I don't. I <laughs> prefer retrograde origins. Retrograde colon origins. Yes. Yes, I like it. I like it. But I, I'm going to call it the Twilight thing for our personal. 
All right, guys. So listen, we've got a lot of episodes already recorded. So if you like this, if this little talk, if you're more invested in us, then go check out those other films or check out the films that of films that you've seen or you've heard of that you wanted to watch. Give them a listen and let us know what you think. You could reach us on Twitter and Instagram at retrograde underscore pod. Retrogradepod.com is our website. Uh, you can see some really cool artwork that friend or my friend Janelle did. Fantastic. Fantastic work. I loved it. Yeah. More so people cool. more people have complimented how I look in the picture than in real life. <laughs> I I should you not. That picture made me look handsome. It made me look hot. <laughs> Our email is retrogradepod at gmail.com. Feel free to let us know what you think. And also, if you have a suggestion for maybe a film we should watch, try to keep it a little bit before 2008. But, I mean, there's some room. It's, it's, not, a, it's not a strict deadline. So give us any suggestions. Or if you have any comments about the show, just hit us up. Yeah, and we're still like learning how to do some stuff. So thank you for listening to us when we're going through our growing pains and everything thank you guys for listening hope you enjoyed the podcast we'll see you next time see ya